to represent him who sent us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent us will direct us. We are content to be wherever he wishes knowing he goes there with us. We will be healed as we let him teach us to heal. Thank you. Thank you for my life. My part in the whole. I couldn't hardly hear every other word that you said. Okay. Maybe that was over the music. Can you hear me fine now? Yes, I sure can. Okay. That was probably the music. I couldn't keep it down. <laughs> yeah, you... once it gets going, it, uh, it stays at that level. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, I stopped it and started it when you were in the middle and it seemed to go down and then as I was talking it seemed to me like it was going up but okay I I was wondering what happened to music while I was saying something (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was kind of hard to hear you so I think okay yeah I didn't hear the keyboard or the 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 board operator board operator for a while so she's not here today with us and we're taking back on what we've done in the past is work the switchboard and it's a it's while it hasn't really changed much, it takes a little bit more getting used to setting the song uh, volumes on there so they can be heard over voices. I was just uh, saying a prayer out of the book called How to Pray Without Being Religious by Janelle Moon, and it's just a prayer of thanks and thank you, and I think that that's something we tend to forget lately, 
in our lives is to say thank you, not just to folks around you, but even thank you to yourself for being who you are and and making it, you know, what our topic is today is keeping an eye on the ball. It's all about me. We need to remember to thank ourselves as much as we thank other people around us too. Yes, yes, and, and what a succinct um, <clears throat> topic this morning because thank you is a healing word and the attitude behind it is that of gratitude. And so when we're saying thank you, no matter what it is, we could even be saying thank you to our bed, to our house, to our car, because right. it's all energy. It's all God. And so when we're thanking anything in our lives, what we're doing is recognizing the essence of that thing. And whenever we recognize the essence of that thing, we are recognizing ourselves in that thing. And so thank you is a beautiful um, word and attitude to have about us as we go throughout our lives. Right. It's, be, it's, be, it's showing gratitude, which we all need to do more, is to show more gratitude to everyone around us, including ourselves and even inanimate objects, as you've said. I'd like to hear from our listeners today. The guest call-in number is 646-595-3584. We welcome you to call and discuss the topic with us today or something off-topic if something's there burning in your gut to talk about. Give us a jingle, and we'd be glad to have you on the air to speak with us. The, so what's been going on in your life, Brian? Well, in my life, it's been very much like we're going to be talking about today, starting to... Um, you know, focus on the love in, inside of me and to have that radiating out and that affects everything around me in my life. And then life starts to flow very succinctly without effort, really, because like I was just saying there, is that when we're recognizing it with an attitude of gratitude about our lives, we are sharing that love and we are recognizing the love with inside of ourselves. Because when we are having an attitude of appreciation, we are recognizing something inside of us that is very much alive that can then be shared with another, and that's the love that's within us. And so when we're walking around with an attitude of gratitude and appreciation, we're lit up like light bulbs, if you will, and that radiates out to everything else, and then we can share that love. So it's very much, and it's very peaceful, and it's very joyful. And so that becomes a, um, it becomes spread as you walk about and it's very contagious. And so that's what my week's been about. Great. Yeah, I think that's so true. You know, if, if you're living, if you're being thankful that you're showing gratitude and that is a positive energy that you're setting forth from you and that positive energy is it, is it, isn't it difficult to walk by someone who has a big smile on their face and is laughing and looks happy and not be able to smile back? It's, mm-hmm. it's hard not to smile back at someone that just looks genuinely happy. There's, no, there's something that just triggers in you because we know what happiness feels like, and that's because we allow ourselves to be ourselves and we keep our eye on us. And Because if we didn't allow ourselves to to take care of ourselves, to want things, to yearn for things, to dream for things, and know how it feels when that comes to fruition, how would we possibly be able to want those things for someone else if we didn't know how good it felt? 
we, because we want to share in that joy with them, whether it be with one person, with ten people, with the whole world, whoever it is that you're trying to, that you want to feel that same great sense of accomplishment and joy and and just wonderful feeling that you get. If you didn't know how to make that happen for yourself, how could you possibly enjoy passing it on to someone else? Exactly. It's the you know it's the same situ- uh, thing that I tell a lot of people is that experience is what equals life. And so if you haven't had the experience for yourself, how can you really know what it's about or pass it on to someone else? And so when you're touching into this gratitude with inside yourself by sharing the gratitude with others, then you know what that feels like. And then that becomes your disposition in life. And then you wish it for other people. Of course, you wish it for other people by being it yourself. And actually, I want to share this joke with you now that uh, just came to me recently. And there was this yogi who goes into a pizza parlor and orders a pizza with everything. And when the pizza is ready, the proprietor calls the yogi over, and the yogi comes over and hands the proprietor $20. The proprietor takes the money, puts it in the drawer, and hands him the pizza. And the yogi looks at him and says, where's my change? And the proprietor says, remember, change comes from within. (laughs) (laughs) And so you see, when you're having that attitude of gratitude, you're being the change. And that right. is Promoting contagious to everyone else. Absolutely. And again, callers, if you're out there, I'm going to talk, tell us a story about how you've been sharing your gratitude with others in your life or talk about how maybe you haven't been and would like to start. Give us a call at 646-595-3584. We'd love to hear from you. The This week I've been... I had a short business trip that I went on for a couple days, and then we did some team building. Or we were actually in some coaching and counseling and teaching us how to coach and counsel our employees. And I've also been reading a book about teamwork and what makes up a good team and what type of qualities you're looking for with other people and how to understand how to how different people are motivated and what, what type of – that we're all different types of thinkers and some of us – think more sensory and some of us think more mathematically or scientifically, etc. And I'm trying to put together a little workshop for my team. And this morning I sat down and I had built in this book that I'm using, they have this pyramid of what makes up a great team. And I looked at it and I thought, wow, you know, we're going to be talking, you know, it's, yeah, these things are applicable to teams but they're also really applicable just to us as an individual and that, yeah, we say that there's no me in team, but if you don't have your me into that team and everyone else's me is the same, it doesn't matter. And I think that that talks to being, looking out for yourself is, uh, you know, just these five little points is you have to trust yourself. How many times do we not trust ourselves even? We know that mm-hmm. we... Down, the, down a path of just take a diet, for example, saying I'm going to go to the, on a diet or I'm going to go and start going to the gym or you make these commitments to yourself that you, you can hardly even trust that you're going to be able to do them. Don't we all do that? <laughs> so yep. take that trust and build that trust of, of your own self and don't set high, expect, 
set expectations, set high expectations, but not unattainable ones. And you'll feel so much better about yourself, and it's that kind of trust that I think we all need to have in order to get to our to know ourselves and then to be able to trust others. Right. Again, it starts from within. And, you know, when you were sharing that about the fact that there's no me in team, um, but there has to be a me in team as far as I'm handling my part of the team, if you will, we could look at it as, let's say you're part of a team and one day you're sick and you're not yourself, if you will, and you're not feeling right. So what good are you really to the team if you're there trying to do more than you can right now when you need to be taking care of yourself and go home and take the night off because you're sick? And so when you try to sacrifice yourself for the team when you're not healthy in whatever aspect you're not healthy in, you do need to take care of yourself first so that you can be of use to the team, if you will, and you can benefit the team rather than dragging them down because you're not able to to hold up your end of the bargain, if you will. Yeah, you've got to take that me time to to be to belong into that team, and it's important to to realize that you do need that time because if you've worked every night for hours and hours and hours late, there comes a, a breaking point, and you may not get sick, but I can tell you there was one day this week at work that I was particularly cranky, and everybody, mm-hmm. everyone noticed and said, "Wow, you're really crabby today. I'll come back tomorrow." Actually kind of worked in my behalf, better on my, <laughs> well, because people left me alone, I got a lot more work done. <laughs> right. Of course, I don't want to emanate that type of negative feeling in the office, so the next day, everyone recognized that, okay, Bob's back, he was, he was checked out yesterday to somewhere. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, I love, I love this topic, and one other thing I want to say about that. Um, that team aspect is, you know, the, the saying goes that, um, the, you know, the team is only as strong as the weakest link. Right. And so if you're being that really, really weak link, like you're being really crabby that day, you know, you're you're holding the team down, if you will, in, if it's a, a an important time that you have to come together as a team to get something handled. So, again, you've got you've to gotta have that me attitude, yes, but not the selfish me attitude to where... I'm the best one on this team, but rather I'm just as important as the rest of the people on this team, but if I'm not me, then I'm really dragging this team down. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to take that time to to search within yourself and to make your mind, body, and spirit one so that you can feel good about yourself to be able to contribute in any team. We all belong on teams at so many levels, With whether it's at work or it's at home as a family unit, you're a team. Maybe in your neighborhood there's a team that you, or a sports team is the same. It all boils down to the same thing. Any group of people, one or more, trying to accomplish some common goal, no matter what that is, is if you're not true to yourself, you can't be true to others. And again, our, our call-in number is 646-595-3584. So we take this time to begin a quiet or maybe loud meditation, <laughs> depending on how the music happens. Yeah, sure. Let's see. So if you want to, I'm going to do 
Earth's Peaceful Cry Flute Marvin Spessner or Speckener. Nice. Finished with the meditation, we'll write with. Yeah, it must be something about the music. I can only hear some of what you're saying again. Can you get me just Actually, I'm going to take the caller here real quick. We have a caller. So, uh, Shoy, it's nice to have you on the show with us this morning. How are you? Well, nice to be here and uh, listen to you. Um, I just got uh, interrupted in between there, and so I did not catch everything and I've only been on like a few minutes so you were you started off talking about uh, feeling the gratitude when you uh, experience uh, a big smile on somebody else's face and it brings a smile to your face and uh, similarly if you see someone frown at you then most likely it's going to create a little uh, imbalance in yourself uh, and then I got interrupted so I don't know what the conversation was but uh, what are we d- discussing right now? Uh, is there a particular topic, or is, is that the same topic that I heard first? That's definitely part of our topic. Our actual topic title today is Keeping My Eye on the Ball. It's all about me. And, you know, the bottom underlying meaning or current of that is that in order for us to be well on any team that we belong to or even the team of ourselves. We've got to take the time to allow ourselves to introspect and meditate and have our time alone, our time that is the me time in order to take care of ourselves. And certainly that would allow one to have that smile that they can pass along to others. We're open to any topic that you'd like to talk about today. No, no, that is the topic that interested me. That's why I, uh, it caught my interest and I called in. Uh, I was just interrupted uh, doing something else uh, for a couple of minutes there. That's why I asked what the topic was right now. But that's the topic I, I called in for, actually. Uh, and, and that's such an important topic. And, and you know, uh, uh, perhaps uh, it is not very well understood uh, by people what that really means, that you focus on yourself uh, first. Uh, uh, to uh, bring that state of equilibrium within yourself so that you can, uh, you know, radiate that outwardly to others and or others will actually pick up on that and harmonize with you. Uh, so, yeah, you know, there, there's, uh, there's a little story there in the from India. That's where I'm from. So, um, that uh, there was a person who uh, would just go around smiling at people and uh, all the time. Uh, no matter who it was uh, that looked at him, he would always be smiling at them and uh, bringing cheer to their face when, if only they were ready for it, they would smile back. Otherwise, people would just walk in their uh, you know, own frame of mind being all disturbed with their life problems and all that. So one day a person asked him, uh, how come you smile at everybody, even those who uh, look at you uh, in a nasty way and uh, with a frown, with, with a disgust, uh, you still smile back at them. He says, yeah, because my smile has nothing to do with them. It has to do with me. 
Absolutely. So if, if, if they see a smile on me, uh, then basically they are seeing a smile in themselves. And if they see uh, me as smiling while they are frowning, they don't probably even see a smile on me. So the, the important part, and I'm just paraphrasing this, I, I don't remember the exact uh, story, it was a beautifully said story, but that um, if you are not even in that state of equilibrium with, with someone who is uh, in the state of love, who is in a state of um, joy and uh, uh, equilibrium, then you're most likely not going to see that person's smile. You're going to be so busy with your own um, problems, you won't observe it. And uh, that the reason we observe people's uh, joy and love is uh, because we are ready for it and because we are in that state ourselves to receive it. So that, I think, was uh, the point that uh, you were trying to mention earlier. Right. Very nice story. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is. The smiling and the being positive is about me. And if we can always remember that, we need to exude that positive energy that we have inside and, and show that to others, then, of course, that's just going to get passed on to everyone and we'll all be... Much yeah, but you see, uh, yeah, but you see, the, the uh, I'm just uh, adding to that. Uh, the important thing that I probably am not uh, very well uh, versed here to to uh, explain this properly, but try to understand what I'm saying is that the the moral of the story was really that he that saint was not out there trying to show his joy to anybody. He was just joyous within himself. And he was trying to explain that uh, he didn't care if anybody else saw the joy in him or not. If they did, it was because they were themselves in that state. And if they did not, it was because they were messed up with their problems. So he was not concerned with showing the joy and showing the love. Because when we get wrapped up in outwardly showing what we feel inwardly, that's where the problem arises. Then, then we start to... Uh, mix up, uh, you know, the the, the states of feeling the the honest, uh, true state within, and sometimes we just may pretend to look joyous and look, uh, you know, happy and look, you know, uh, full of gratitude uh, when we perhaps are not that way within. Uh, so the important of that, the important of this, uh, the importance of the story was that we have to focus on feeling within, uh, without any uh, primary concern with what others see in us or not. So we are not trying to show it, but rather, if there was nobody on earth and we were the only ones, uh, the person was the only one existing on earth, he would still be smiling if he was joyous. So it didn't matter if the rest of the world was there around him or not. So if he was joyous and the whole world was around him looking at him, they would all see him smiling if they were in that same state. And those who are not, they would not. So you see where I'm, what I'm pointing to? Yes, and you're saying it very, very beautifully. And thank you for sharing this. Because that is exactly right. It's what that man is doing in that moment is... He's not focused on the results. He's not out in his life to 
make the world a better place. Because to exactly. him, the world can get no better. Exactly. He's already in a wonderful exactly. place. Exactly. There's another saying to that point that, uh, you know, those people who are out there trying to make the world a better place uh, also share <laughs> a lot of the problems that they create in trying to make the world a better place. So mm-hmm. people end up doing a lot of things that they think I'm doing it for the right reason, for the right cause in order to make the world a better place, but they end up having to do a lot of things that may be indeed adding to the problems of the world. Exactly. So and we are just both, yeah. So, and it's very difficult to understand, but you know, when, when you are in some, by some grace, uh, that the state uh, happens, that the state manifests within a person, and when only you have uh, attained to that state, then only it's understandable what this me- really means. Otherwise, it is very difficult to uh, understand this. Uh, and, and, and that's where the conceit issue comes in, that people may think that this guy is conceited, you know, it's just thinking of himself and involved with himself. Uh, but that's not really the case. It's it's really that person is so one with everything that he's not concerned with uh, what is uh, what appears to be. He's rather concerned with what really is. And when we uh, are so concerned with what appears to be, that's when we try to show happiness uh, and not feel happy with them. And that's when all the problems start. And then when we don't feel happy within, then we start blaming others. We say, see, I was trying to be positive, and others around me are negative, and so I became negative. <laughs> yep, yep. So in a Beautifully theme, the theme, yeah, the theme thing is also like, you know, this title of your show is so beautifully stated, like, uh, keeping my eye on the ball, it's all about me, and that's how you build up your team as well, the, the, it resonates with the whole team. When each person feels within that same natural state, they are all resonating in that positive state. Uh, only if they attain to that, if they can attain to that state and remain there. But it's when if we, we feel like, okay, now I'm going to share my positive thing with the rest of the team and make them positive also, then we are more so focused on others, on how to change them. And <laughs> And when that happens, uh, a lot of problems arise because right, then we have you know, set we've set bad expectations for other people as well as ourselves by doing that, and right. and, and our expectation should only lie within ourselves. We can't allow that to lie within someone else. Right. And uh, one uh, other um, uh, a teacher that I had heard before. Um, speak of this uh, was uh, had made a very interesting point that you know we cannot even attain to uh, fulfilling our own expectation uh, uh, if we have a certain expectation other than uh, to attain to being what is what is the truth what is your reality and that cannot be attained to which means it cannot be it cannot be in the future. It's, it's not something, a destination you go to, but rather realize where you are. And what you are, that state is a state of bliss. That state is a state of joy because there is no expectation there. And if there is no expectation, you know why, why people in the third world countries 
like in India where I come from, um, in the slums, you go and there are so many children out there, you will see them playing in sewage and, and without clothes and hungry and with a smile on their face. <laughs> and they're smiling at you, you know, uh, with the laughter in the... And, and you wonder, how come he's showing joy? And uh, that is because he's not showing you joy, he's just joyful. Because he has no expectation. Because a poor person learns not to expect anything. When that poor person in a slum starts to expect things and says, oh, I don't have this, now I want that. Now how do I get that? That's when the expectation of you know, something about uh, yourself comes in and that's when all the problems, then you start to feel the misery. But a child in children in slums, not the adults. Adults are all miserable looking in the slums, but children you will see them smiling. That is because a child has no expectation yet, has not built up any any expectation of life yet. He's just enjoying what is at that moment. And right, that they're able to live in the moment and not reflect back and bring in the past. They learn, you, you basically, I think you really unlearn to live in the moment as life passes by because we have a larger past, we see, but we worry more about what's going to happen in the future. And if we could all get back to that childlike state where we can be happy and realize that you're, you are okay right where you are in that very moment and live in that moment, it would be so much better for each of us if we could do that. Right, right. And that's so well put, yeah. And then that rubs off on everybody. Then everybody picks up on that and they want to, you know, like uh, when I would go to a slum and I would see a child there uh, playing in, in dirt and with a smile on his face, I would be tempted to go sit by that child and, you know, play in the dirt with that child just to be in that presence of that uh, joy uh, of being. And uh, similarly in a team, when a person is in that state, everybody else also uh, joins that person in that state. They don't try to become like that, but they actually are like that, they realize and they, they resonate with each other and then the power of the whole group of people in that state is enormous. It's, it's like wonderful things happen after that. So that was uh, an interesting topic so I got interested in your conversation there and I said I'll share that story of the saint with you. Well we very much appreciate it and we appreciate your call and we thank you for listening. Thank you so much I just want to say um, thank you for calling yes and I just want to know when you're going to start your own blog talk radio show. You've got lots to share. Yeah, I have lots to share, but it takes a commitment to do this uh, blog talk radio show. And Remember, I just, uh, I just, uh, I just uh, logged in yesterday for the first time. Uh, somebody told me about the blog talk radio. I have uh, been in a monastic life for seven years, so just this past year I just uh, have started to come out and now and I'm looking at all this internet stuff and the web and all these interesting things that are going on out there. It's so wonderful to see all this happening. Um, it really you is. Are, you are, yes, yes, and we need uh, more of the shows like yours uh, because uh, it's based in really uh, pointing to the truth and see how we can uh, discern 
between what is true and what is just uh, make-believe or an illusion. So that's great. And just to, to remember, Ashwari, that um, when you do a radio show, you're making the commitment to yourself to eat that love yes, out yes. to all the others. Yes, yes, absolutely. No, I'm specifically uh, speaking of the talk, uh, the blog talk radio. I may be doing something in the future, but right now I'm committed with uh, so many other things of the similar kind, So, uh, which, is, which has to do with actual groups of people coming and sitting in a discourse and having these discussions. Uh, mm, wonderful. That, uh, right. So uh, to come online and do this, as I've been spending some time recently online anyway, to check things out on the Internet, and since yesterday I've been... Uh, on this blog talk radio, checking out all the shows. So um, I'm excited about what's going on out there. And, and yes, I'm, I'm going to give, I'm 100% committed to this in my life. So it's just a matter of how I devote my time during the day to each thing. And so, yes, I might have something uh, with your blessing. I will come on the blog talk radio and have conversations with you all too. Absolutely. Oh, We'd love to join us anytime you'd like to. Hop on and have a a message that you want to share with all of the other listeners and with us. We'd love to have you on. Well, thank you so much, and I'm going to mark this bookmark your show. And do you all come on every week at this time? We do. This show comes on every week at this time. Mara also does a show every Friday morning at is it 6 a.m. Yes. Yeah. And Brian, why don't you tell us about your show? And I notice you have a, a, a guest speaker tomorrow. Yes, my show is called Radiate Love Radio. And I do my show on Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And then I interview guests on Mondays from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And my guest this week is going to be Guy Finley who has just released a new book called Letting Go a Little at a Time, or a Little Bit at a Time. And it's a wonderful topic because it's all about letting the fake stuff go, if you will, letting all the conceit and letting all the worry go so that you can be at peace and you can be in that place where you're smiling without meaning to because that's just your disposition and you can't help but smile. Great. I look forward to grabbing that show too and, and listening to you on there. So I'll, I'll bookmark all that and get back with you all soon. Okay. Thank you for joining Thank us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. You so were a blessing. Okay. Now I'll, I'll log off and listen. Thank you. Thank you. Again, folks, if there's anyone else who'd like to share with us this afternoon or this morning, depending on where you're at, the call-in number is 646 595 3584. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, while you all are dialing up, we're going to lead you through some short meditations. And I'll let you begin, Brian. And I've got music playing. It's what should be a very low volume. Okay. We're now going to spend some time to cultivate this energy that was just brought forth between the three of us. The energy is thick and rich right now. 
And so we're just going to bathe ourselves and become familiar with this place. Because the energy that surrounds us now is very peaceful, is very comforting. And there's nothing that we have to do to make this energy. But all we have to do is allow this energy. Simply allow it. It's all the making and striving that we do to make ourselves be happy and make others be happy that makes this wonderful energy dissipate. And all we ever need do to have it return in our lives with inside of ourselves so we can bathe and cultivate the sensations is to allow it in and to stop strifing and straining and fighting against. So let us become relaxed. Relaxed as possible so the energies can flood in and we can once again remember our true nature. Because that's what this state is right now. This is our true nature. And anytime we connect in with this, we are remembering who we really are. And as we stay in this place, it radiates out from us without our trying to have it be shared. Because we are all one. We can't help but be one. And everyone else will recognize what it is that is radiating out from you. So let us close our eyes and begin to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. And every time we take a deep inhalation and every time we let the breath go, we feel ourselves relaxed and relax even more. And every time you do this, you might begin to notice that every time you take a breath in and you let it go, you become relaxed. So every time you let go, you are more relaxed. And it really doesn't take effort to let go. It just takes a willingness to let go. And then the gift of relaxation, peace and joy that comes with that letting go immediately enters your awareness and your experience. And it's not anything that you made happen, but rather that you allowed to happen. And once again, this is your natural state. So sit with this 
sensation. Sit with this experience. Continuing to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. Allowing your natural breath and experiencing your natural state without effort whatsoever. Relax into it. Allow yourself to be cradled in the arms of this energy, sinking deeper and deeper into it, allowing it more and more, letting go, letting go. And as you let go more and more, you might actually feel comforted and yet energized at the same time. But this energy is not one of go out there and do it, but rather the energy of life. The energy sustains all of life. And in this place, you are connecting with all of life because you are connecting with you, the real you. You are connecting with God. And that is what sustains life. So anytime you might feel tense, unhappy, upset for any reason, simply remember that all you need do to experience peace once again is to let go of this disposition in your life and allow yourself to fall into the arms of love, to fall into the arms of peace enjoy to fall back into the arms of God where you are always cared for where you are always whole and complete and at peace so let us sit with this for a while longer Focusing on our breath, feeling the peace and love surround us. And as we sit, let's always remember that our true nature is a smile. Our true nature is a smile. And with that, let's be a little more... Push us over the edge with our meditation and wake us up and make us. But you see, Bob, it's the same energy that we're cultivating, but just in a little different one. Right. Yeah. Even bigger and brighter and 
you and as you accept this positive energy and take that pull it up and inhale, exhale through your mouth Tell as you exhale this pale dead that you might have in your yeah. straight up and then around you is that you're going out and up. And remember, it's about you. Of those around you, but... Yeah, I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I was saying that um, it's the same energy that we were working with prior to online meditation. It's just in a different form. Exactly. Yep. It's still about getting the getting there with yourself and being who you really are, and allowing yourself to to not fear your own conflict and not and and take on your own internal conflicts and fears and address those as well to make you a better person and make you a happier person that doesn't live in fear and that but is leads with love and and lends everything they do to love the again I want to thank Ashoy for calling in and welcome any of you that are out there that would like to talk about uh, keeping my eye on the ball. It's all about me. Our number here is 646-595-3584. We'd love to hear from you. So I have a little something I'm going to read, and it's a little bit long, and I may cut it short. I may cut it short. There was just a few things that I thought were really good. Uh, last week we were talking about uh, being impeccable with our word, and how choosing the words that we use in conversation or words that we may even use towards ourselves. How many times have we heard people that, you know, call themselves out, so to speak, and say, oh, I'm so stupid, or I don't have any, no, enough money, or I don't have this, and using negative words with themselves that, you know, we have to not use that as negative words because we attract the energy that we throw out there. And... 
I picked up, um, and you know, you can folks, you can always go back and listen to those discussions, and can always call in later on after you've listened to a topic and bring that one back in, because that's what we're all about: is leading with love and making sure that we. You know, there's there's a reason that we talk about the things that we do, and if people call in with a different topic, there's a reason that they're calling in. Wouldn't you agree, Brian? Oh, yes. Everything is in divine order. So I've got, this is called, this is from uh, the book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and he has, at the end of that book, there's a few prayers that he has, and he says, this one's called The Prayer for Love, and it says, We are going to share a beautiful dream together, a dream that you will love to have all the time. In this dream, you are in the middle of a beautiful, warm, sunny day. You hear the birds, the wind, and a little river. You walk toward the river. At the edge of the river is an old man in meditation, and you see that out of his head comes a beautiful light of different colors. You try not to bother him, but he notices your presence and opens his eyes. He has the kind of eyes that are full of love and a big smile. You ask him how he is able to radiate all that beautiful light. You ask him if he can, t- if he can teach you what to do what he is doing. He replies that many, many years ago he asked the same question of his teacher. The old man begins to tell you his story. My teacher opened his chest and took out his heart, and he took a beautiful flame from his heart. Then he opened my chest, opened my heart, and he put that little flame inside it. He put my heart back in my chest, and as soon as my heart was inside me, I felt intense love, because the flame he put in my heart was his own love. That flame grew in my heart and became a big, big fire, a fire that doesn't burn but purifies everything that it touches. And that fire touched each one of my cells of my body, and the cells of my body loved me back. I became one with my body, but my love grew even more. That fire touched every emotion of my mind, and all the emotions transformed into a single and intense love. And I loved myself completely and unconditionally. It keeps going on, and I was going to read the rest of it, but I think that's just a natural place to stop. And it's, you know, it is. It says, and I loved myself completely and unconditionally. So we've got to remember not to judge ourselves even because that's allowing the negativity in and not completely loving ourselves and not putting conditions on us. The first thing I thought of when I read that was it made me think of Mara and that Mara has always been my teacher and... You know, she she did. She lit that little light inside me or turned, that, turned the gas up a little bit on it because it was always there, but sometimes someone needs to invest a little time or maybe we need to invest a little time with other people once we get to be comfortable with ourselves and maybe help them light up their fire a little bit and showing them that it's okay to be who they are at the time. But maybe we help them turn up the light a little bit And that's what we hope that we're doing here on the show is helping you to see the light a little bit more and feel that light within you and that you're passing it on and we can all radiate harmoniously as one. Yes. And actually I want to, I actually love the way the show is going. It's so perfect. And I just want to acknowledge a little bit more because uh, it falls in with exactly what you've been talking about and what the whole show's been about today, 
is the what uh, Shoy was sharing with us when he joined the show was that that person who is sharing that love and having it radiate out from them is connecting deep within them to their center, to their core, and connecting with the truth of who they are in that moment. And they're not doing it to impress. They're not doing it to affect others. But rather, they're just simply doing it so that they can connect with them, so that they can remember the truth of who they are. And from that, everyone else does benefit. And that we could look at it as like a side note, if you will. It's not our mission or goal or our expectation, but rather it's a wonderful benefit from the, the doing that work, if you will. And again, like I was sharing with that meditation, is that work is just simply letting ourselves fall into or be cradled by the arms of love and simply allowing it to be that. And that's what, to me, was that story that you just read from um, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz's book there, The Four Agreements, is that's what happens when you allow the love in, is it feels like your heart gets opened and this flame gets put in that will never go out once again, and then you stop blaming yourself and you stop picking on yourself, if you will, because you realize that all that was the illusion, all that was the false beliefs of yourself and you build expectations from that false place and so you start to let all the expectations go and you just find yourself in the immediate now where all that you can be doing is experiencing rather than projecting onto because you're not carrying your past around with you and then from that place you'll be in nothing but peace right Exactly, and when you feel at peace, you're able to do one of the tenets of our show is compassion, and that's how we lead into every segment name is that it's numbered compassion. Today happens to be the 57th week that we've that we've had topics based on compassion, and it's our it's our it's our I feel that it's our duty to be compassionate. Can it, can duty be enforced, or you know? I'm not sure even how to put that into words, but for me it's dutiful to be compassionate because if we're not compassionate, we're not showing a true love of mankind or true love of ourselves. If we can't even be compassionate or understand our own true self, then can't move forward to that higher ground of being able to feel compassionate for someone and to demonstrate because compassion is an active it's a verb it's a do thing it's not a it's not some bizarre abstract concept it's a let's do a nice thing for someone and feel compassionate for them and do what we can to comfort people in those times in their rough times and to be there in joy and support for them when they're not and you really have to do that within yourself is to celebrate your joys and yes. bring in the people like we're able to do with Blog Talk Radio and this show is to be able to share with you and Mara and myself and folks that call in on the line and be able to share how this great feeling that we can have when we do take care of ourselves. It's is you know, whether it be you know, by eating better, exercising, all of the things that make us feel better about ourselves. It's and it could be 
that you know one of those doesn't matter as much to you or but it's what makes you happy and makes you exude the the smile and everything that goes with that smile back in your true coming back to your true nature yes Well, we've only got a few minutes left. That's right. Wow, time flies. It does. Maybe we should uh, think about uh, lengthening the show at one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> the callers, we have a few minutes left. If someone would like to call in, the number is 646-595-3584. And those of you who are listening now or maybe listening in the future, we... We hope that you'll join us and call in at some point. I understand that you can also download this to your iPod or to your iPhone and listen to it in the car or as you're going back and forth to work. It's a good time to actually take that time for yourself and do something that you want to do, whether it's listening to a meditation CD, listening to our show, listening to other shows, listening to Brian's show, uh, listening to a piece of classical music, whatever it is that you like, take that time in the car as you drive back and forth to work to to focus on you. And I, and you, not that you shouldn't be watching the road, but I think if you'll concentrate on focusing on yourself, you don't notice all the chaos around you and you get in your zone and you're, and you're okay because we can all drive without paying a whole lot of attention to the things that make us angry on the road. So if we take that stuff and concentrate on ourselves, say a little prayer, maybe meditate, listen to, even if you just want to turn on rock and roll music and listen and sing and get in the moment with yourself, I think you'll be have a lot happier day. Keeping yourself, keeping yourself centered throughout the day is definitely a benefit for yourself and for everyone else. Absolutely. And remembering, like you said last week, Brian, that you know what's, what's left there for you to do will still be left for you tomorrow. <laughs> and balancing right. all the different plates and all the different hats that we wear each day is taking that time for yourself to, to recharge and to remember that Life is going to go on whether you work another hour later today or not, or take that time for yourself. Indeed. So might as well spend some time where it counts. Exactly, and that's that's where it counts is making it all about yourself. So as we go out this week, uh, the show is about to end here. I'm going to throw on a little bit of music. And we will say our goodbyes. We hope that you'll, we want to thank you all for coming and sharing with us this week. We wish you the best week of smiles and happiness. And remember, go out and be compassionate. Remember that that's a verb, something that you have to do, not think. So, passionate this week, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderfully beautiful day. Namaste. Namaste.